Hey, everybody. I'm Jenny Stone, and you're listening to Season 7, Episode 5 of HR Rescue, Five Pitfalls of Video Interviewing. If this is your first time listening, welcome. The HR Rescue Podcast provides business owners, new HR professionals, and HR Department of One with solutions and guidance on some of the most common HR issues. And you can find us at hr-rescue.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Now let's get into today's episode. Last week, we talked about the best practices when video interviewing. And this week, we're going to talk about the five pitfalls to video interviewing. Number one, disparate impact claims related to technology access concerns. Disparate impact claims allege that an employer's neutral policy has disproportionate impact on a particular class or classes of individuals protected by equal employment opportunity laws. When a company requires an individual to participate in a job interview by video, there may be an assumption that the candidate has access to the necessary technology. However, this may not always be the case for a variety of reasons. A 2019 survey conducted by Pew Research Center reported that older individuals may have less access to broadband internet at home from where job applicants will conduct video interviews. Number two, issues for older candidates. It's one thing to go into a job interview having a bad hair day, but some experts say that today's shelter-in-place world will be creating another handicap for male and female older candidates. Revealing a less polished appearance is just part of it. Most baby boomers aren't nearly as comfortable as younger applicants with the technology of split-screen communication. Number three, accommodations for individuals with disabilities. Individuals with disabilities may experience similar access to technology issues that interfere with their ability to participate in a video interview. Unlike other federal laws, the Americans with Disabilities Act may require a company to consider granting a reasonable accommodation that allows an individual to participate in a video interview or an alternative means of evaluation. Number four, artificial intelligence applied to video interviews. Employers that take advantage of AI in this regard may want to monitor and review the candidates who have not advanced in the hiring process to ensure individuals are not disproportionately affected on the basis of protected categories. Additionally, companies may consider asking their AI vendors for information about the algorithms that will be applied to their hiring processes to confirm individuals are not directly affected by their protected class status. For example, AI that eliminates candidates based on their failure to maintain eye contact could be a result of a physical or mental health condition. Number five, experts say that recruiters who don't have a systematic video interviewing process can lead to interviewer bias. As I shared earlier, candidates may not always have access, equal access rather, to technology. Some may have a desktop or laptop available for an interview, while others may need to use their mobile phones. Some may have access to high-speed internet connections and others may not. Some of the quality and the integrity of the video is going to impact both the candidate experience and also the unconscious or subconscious bias of how you rate the candidates. If you have a candidate with a rough, jagged image, it's hard not to let that spill over into your assessment of the candidate. But using systematic interviewing processes, you allow multiple people in a hiring chain to see how an applicant reacts and answers to one set of questions, and everyone sees the same video. So there's a much lower chance that the unconscious biases of one person will inadvertently disqualify an applicant. So I get a question a lot from our clients. Can we record video interviews? Well, chances are that most employers are not currently recording the interviews. And if that's the case, 
there's really limited reasons to start that practice now. But if you do, you may have to get consent from the interviewee. There are 11 states that require all parties to consent to a recording, and the law of where each person is physically located applies. If you do record the interview, follow some data retention regulations. These recordings are part of the employment record, and like any other employment record, they need to be retained in accordance with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission's Uniform Guidelines on Employee Selection Procedures, which say you have to keep the recordings for at least a year. Other federal and state laws may also apply, so talk to your video vendor and make sure that they're going to be retained for the required record retention period. Privacy and security concerns when using video services like Zoom have been widely reported since the pandemic began and should cause employers to exercise caution. And, and video system is susceptible to hackers if it's not properly configured. And a password should be used to ensure that those that are invited can attend and not anyone else. Don't use the video service to share documents or recordings. Instead, rely on encrypted email or an encrypted file exchange service. Your hiring managers and candidates need clear instructions on how to do virtual interviews. The hiring team needs to know how to appropriately view and make decisions based on the submission. For example, not saving the audio or video locally to their computer, using a scoring rubric, avoiding common rater errors, and focusing on content, not the quality of the video or the environmental surroundings. Candidates need to know who's going to see their response, what purpose it's going to be used for, and where and how their submission will be stored and for how long. The easiest way to tackle some of these privacy concerns is to train the hiring team on proper usage of virtual interviews and to give candidates a waiver with information about the process. If you're working with a vendor, make sure they take data privacy seriously inquire about their servers, data protection and erasure protocols, and ability to include waivers for candidates. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode of HR Rescue. The opinions expressed in this program do not represent legal advice, nor should they necessarily be taken as the views of HR Shield or its employees.